Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Clicking Balls. This is our 2018 season primer for the Geelong Cats. Uh, first thing we'll do is go back and have a look at 2017 uh, before we get into what's in store for them this year. Uh, so first off, in 2017, they finished second with 15 and a half wins. Uh, you have to say they'd be happy with that. I mean, that's what they, they set out to finish top two and, and they did it with a plum. Yeah, I mean, it was always seemed like it was always going to be uh, Geelong and Adelaide after the start of the season, um, especially with Sydney having a, a shocking start. GWS always going to be a wild card, but you knew that they weren't going to really pull that top spot. Well, with GWS were favourites going in, um, and you know, obviously finished top four still. Yeah, but, um, yeah, that, that Sydney start really threw a lot of people out, and Geelong were I, I felt consistent. Yeah, yeah, and um, I mean. Preseason sort of lived up to what the season unfolded with. Who was going to be top four, especially with the uh, you know, except Richmond, obviously. Yeah, I was but, say, uh, mm. With GWS just falling outside the top four, but I feel like yeah, it was pretty true to form for most of those top four teams. Well, what I did like was uh, Freo came in all full of steam, thinking, oh, you know, Fife's good. You know, we're out of injuries. Last season sucked. All right, we're ready. And they get in and face Geelong, and they get fucking pumped. Yeah, forty-two points, and that immediately you just knew Freo gave up from then on. It, it hurt. And you can do that in round one, um, but, but with, with the cats, I mean, the was this Dangerfield's uh, second season there coming up that low yeah. season. Hmm. Yep, didn't lose a step. Uh, yeah, got better. We go through the highs for the year. Um, some of his games, particularly the game against Hawthorne, really injured the one. The second one, yeah, the first one on Easter Monday they thumped them. Yeah. The second one was Hodges' three hundredth. Yeah. Um, yeah, he went down like he'd been shot in the first quarter. I think it was the first quarter. Yeah. I tell you what, I was at the game and the Geelong supporters, they were silent. They were heartbroken. Mm. They're like, not only, you know, they didn't care about the game, they thought, there goes his Brownlow. They were yeah. a few weeks earlier on that one, but yep. um, to come back and play to stay home full forward and couldn't be stopped. Yeah. And, and they threw everyone on him. And yeah. it was almost like a, a wild card that just appeared for uh, Brad Scott. Chris, Chris, Chris Scott, because um, they used that to a very good effect later in the season as well. Mm. Yeah, it became, uh, it's, it's almost a shame that they, it, it was weird, it became a Trump card, but everyone now- Everyone had seen the Trump. They'd seen it. Yeah. Um, and uh, they, they lost the element of surprise. So, like, when they, they tried it against Adelaide later on in the year, Adelaide knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Although they did try it against, was it Sydney or someone else, mm. and uh, pumped them. I yeah. think it's, it's, just, it's just funny, he, he did a Dermot Brereton against Hawthorne. Oh, it goes down. Yeah, he wasn't lined up, though. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not really. He did it himself, but yeah. Um, and uh, he was he was the decider on that day, um, one way or the other, because I think he kicked six goals, five. Five goals, six. Five goals, six. There you go. Yeah. Um, so he was going to be the decider if uh, Geelong won a loss. And it seemed like it was very just 
you almost had to count him in as like almost when Ablett was in his his full fit prime, yeah. where you count him in for thirty plus posies and yeah. a couple of goals, and you just have to deal with that and try to manage everyone else around him. Exactly. Well, the thing was, he got twenty posies, of which fifteen were kicks, but he also had twelve marks, and those twelve marks are the, what made him able to have those shots. Yeah, all his shots on goal, were, yeah. yeah, and he fucking tackles too, which is just like <laughs> yeah. Well, his closing speed is so good, even when he's hampered. Um, and besides, he got reported. It was unlucky. Like it's the rules are, you know, you tackle, you pin their arms, the head hits the ground. Yeah, like that's a fair application for the rules. Yeah, it's still unlucky. It, it can is, be. Both. It is unlucky, especially since a lot of time that's considered a very good tackle because yeah. you're usually getting them holding the ball. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, back in the day in the country leagues, if you knock a bloke out, that's a good tackle. Um, yeah, you have a beer with him uh, Saturday night after the party. Yeah, he wouldn't remember shit, but no. you could do it. I know it was a, a brave decision from the MRP. It was the right decision, yeah. But uh, it was a brave decision nonetheless. And I know that uh, the AFL was very happy that he just came second <laughs> when it came to Brownlow time. Yep. Um, so I, I had that uh, his report as one of the lows for the year because it did take the wind out of the sails for a week or two. Um, what else have we got for the lows? Well, the finals campaign wasn't that great. Let's be honest. They're the ones that took care of Sydney, though. Yeah, they did, and they did it in very good style, actually. Yeah. Gave an absolute pumping. That, that was a clinical effort. But um, the few uh, wins that they dropped during the season could have meant they finished first and didn't have to face the Tigers, which should have been very handy. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, but I looked at their, their worst loss, I thought, was against Gold Coast, uh, round mm. seven. And I thought they were on a bit of a streak at the start of the year. Um, so I feel like playing up at Metricon, it was only like 18 degrees, Heat had nothing to do with it. Yep. That's a game where you really want to stamp your authority on uh, an Ablett who's coming home. And, um, yeah, I feel like they got run over the last quarter, which is unlike Geelong, and especially it's unlike Gold Coast to actually put in a fourth-quarter effort. So, yeah, it's one of those games where you feel like if that's going to be uh, a catalyst for their season, not being able to play out four quarters, they're yeah. going to struggle when it comes up against the top teams. Well, Gold Coast led from three quarters through the first quarter. Yeah. So it, about uh, 18 minutes in. And uh, we're never headed. I mean, Geelong kept coming back, but Gold Coast had an answer. Yeah, but Geelong got beat in the, in the centre, which was yeah. the most surprising part mm. of it. Um, I feel like they just didn't give enough respect to Gold Coast. They just thought they were going to play out as they wanted to and didn't have to put in the effort. And I think part of it too is their uh, back line is, is full of class, Geelong, that is. Yeah. Um, but they were old. Yeah, yeah. well... Seventy-one inside fifties to forty-eight in that game. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, if you're getting seventy-one inside fifties, you're going to get some scores. That's, that's a lot of ball. Yep, and I mean Harry Talley had thirteen possessions, and the ball was in his half of the ground for a lot, a lot, a lot of time. And he's not a big possession getter, but no. still. But when there's when the ball's in your area, you think it went some more tackles than that, or you know at least be able to get the ball. Uh, Danger had nine tackles, so he's always putting in his effort. Speaking mm. of Harry, actually, I had him down as one of the other lows for the year um, because. They tried to make him into a forward, a pinch hitting forward. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of the times I said, oh, you know, he's he's coming around, he's playing his role. Yeah. Yeah, but he is too good of a backman to yeah. be an an okay forward. You're, you're wasting yep. him up forward. Um, but the hand's going to be forced this year because they've lost a couple of old stalwarts down back. Yeah. So he's going to have to play down back. Well, actually, I think it's for the better. It's almost like a curse that he touched up uh, Rance when he went forward yeah. that time. And, and But I mean... That's still an excuse. You put it as a one-off and you make a pinch hitter. I mean, the, old, put, Mor- the old Mormon voodoo. Yeah, he didn't put Dizzy Gillespie opening after he scored 200. <laughs> exactly. He actually retired after yeah. that. <laughs> That's a smart way. So Harry Taylor, yeah. done. All right. So let's have a look at some of their list changes. And uh, while Geelong didn't have many list changes, they certainly had the most talked about ones. Uh, like we said, Lonigan and Mackey have both retired. Yep. Um, can't ask for any more from both of them, uh, especially <laughs> since Lonigan played 90% of his career with one kidney. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
not a bad fucking effort <laughs> to go on that long. And I think it was a consistent overperformer for what I thought he would actually be. I think, yeah, yeah, uh, well, one one of the best matchups for Buddy in his career. Yeah. Well, Lonigan played uh, several years with one kidney and made, matched up good with um, uh, Motlop, who played all his career with no heart. Very true, very true. Um, there were sometimes actually we should have mentioned Motlop in the lows because there were some games, and we've said it on the other ones as well. I thought he was the mole. He had <laughs> yeah, one. He had one good one, and he, uh, that was against Richmond. Actually, in, in, in the final, he played pretty good. Um, but there was one game. I, I wish I could remember who they were playing. I was watching with Dad, and we. He, if he had sixteen touches, fourteen of them were ineffective. Yeah, and, and to actually. Worse than ineffective, they were turnovers or. I still remember that, like streaming, like down the middle of the field yep. into the open goal, into open mm. forward fifty, and with, just shanks it straight to the opposition. Two, two loose men in front of him, and he kicks yep. it to the opposition. He's a Bernard Tomic of Geelong. It was terrible. Like I, I don't think he could have played worse if he tried, um, and I mean that literally. <laughs> um, I think it's okay. You've got bugger all for getting him out, but I think it's a good move um, yep. for Geelong. It's cutting your losses. Yep, it's, um, some... it's cutting your intercepts off. Yep, that as well. I think uh, his moments of brilliance are too far uh, between. I mean, you're fitting great. I think Port Adelaide pick him up. I mean, they're picking up all those players. Yep. I don't know why. They're not sure of a scapegoat down there. Yeah, mm. No chance of finishing top with that kind of uh, pickup at Port. Imagine if he's uh, playing back in the SNFL, though. Like, <laughs> very be, good chance. But the thing is, it's last touch in the SNFL. Like, really, he'll yeah. be turning the ball over left, right, and fucking centre. Well, you've got to touch it first, don't you? Yeah, yeah, but that's it. You'll touch it and then just dribble kick out. Uh, they've also lost Tom Ruggles and Darcy Lang. Um, I think we're filler players, um, to be honest. Anyway, Ruggles was okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, I mean, Lang played what, 10 games last year. Yeah, I, I was never hot, hot on him either. Yeah. I thought he was... He needs great players around him, not yeah. just good players. Plus he was, great he was players. too small for the positions he was playing anyway. Yeah, a little bit. Um, and timid. Yeah, timid. yeah. Um, and on the okay, so that's one, two, three, four, five outs. Plus, uh, there's some others that you've never heard of. Um, only one in though. Yep. Yeah, I think it's been covered. Uh, I think he's a pretty important player. Gary Ablett's coming back. Um, I don't know if they've announced what number he's wearing yet. Have they? I think they did. I can't remember what it was, but it wasn't um, 29. And obviously. it wasn't five. No, it wasn't five. I can't remember what it was, but I'm pretty sure he did come out saying we're wearing this number. Uh, hey, fuck it, I'm going to go with. Uh, 15? Yeah, why not? Yeah, it it was something like that. I think you're right. Because it wasn't nine either. Because they're they're the numbers that you go, okay, they're ablets. Yeah. But it sounds like it's just a random number was spare. Uh, Number 11. 11. Of course it is. Of course. Yep. Why not? Yeah, legs 11. Gary Ablett. Um, So yeah, he comes back in and uh, doesn't need to do much in that team to make it great again. So what do you do with him? Just. Okay, it's very funny. You have a look at his last couple of years. I I fucked that up. He wanted number 11 and couldn't have it. So uh, he's got number four. Who who said no? Um, Just make something. Fuck if I know. Well, number four was Mackie's number, so he's taken over from Mackie. Right. Yeah. Um, one less than his old man. Can't wait to see Mackie present his jersey and start <laughs> next season. Uh, go through the induction. Yep. Like, um, he's literally got his name on one of the stands. All right, it's his dad's name, but it's his name too. Yeah. Um, if you look at the last two years at Gold Coast um, for Ablett in isolation you go okay why are you picking up a 34 year old you know whose best foot is clearly behind him yeah i don't think anybody is under the illusion that he's going to play the same way in geelong as he did in the last couple of years yeah for starters i think he's going to turn up yeah yeah for sure (laughs) and he doesn't have to be that 30 possession game sort of breaker that he has been for so long this could be the first time in 10 years he's not the best player on his team yeah he doesn't have to risk injury just to get out in the park every day you know what I mean 
Um, he he could pinch it forward, or yeah. him and him and Dangerfield could swap out of the goal square. That'd be awesome to see. Like you have the first fifteen minutes, I'll have the last yeah. fifteen. Imagine the backman is going fuck, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine him running off the half back line though, like that quality possession. He can play anywhere. Yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. throw. All right, I'm going to kick to someone. You've got the option of Selwood, Duncan, or Dangerfield. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Fucking roughly, you get it in between any of those, they're either going to pick it up or get it off the ground. Yeah. How good will it be for Geelong in round one to have Selwood, Dangerfield, Ablett in the first bounce? In the middle. They have to. You have to do that. I'd cheer for that. Yeah. You're going to say, you just got to stand up and go, all right, who's the Ruckman? Because you're now better. (laughs) It doesn't matter. You could have Sean Grigg, Premiership Ruckman, in there. (laughs) It's the best starting midfielder going around. For sure. Except without Sean Greek. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter who the Ruckman is. It's well, got to that point. They've got the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So, you know, they're, they're ready to go. Yeah, they're, they're all, all on board. Yep. Um, all right. So let's have a look at their draw then. Their double-ups for the year. They've got uh, Sydney and Richmond. Uh, Gold Coast. You know, what a rivalry now with Gold Coast. Yeah, amazing with that one. <laughs> Melbourne and Hawthorne. Um, I think... That's that's a pretty good draw for Geelong. I think they'll be very happy with that. Well, I think the um, the Sydney and uh, Richmond games will be sort of grudge matches because you know they put Sydney out of the the final, and to see them have a bit of grudge about that. But Sydney gave them a fair tanking uh, a couple of weeks prior to that, and a couple of, a, a couple of times I think they won at Cadinia Park, mm, yeah, um, handily, yeah. Well, now it's GMBHWXYZ Stadium. Or, or yeah, who knows? Nah, if their song says Cardinia, it's Cardinia. Exactly. Everyone calls it Cardinia Park. Yep. No one gives a shit. Yeah, no one's buying GMBH fucking pharmaceuticals now anyway, are they? Really? I don't know. Are are they? Go, shit, the name of stadium. I'm going to buy some drugs. Don't know. <laughs> I mean, Crystal <laughs> Meth Stadium down in Geelong. <laughs> well, to be fair, it is Geelong. They're probably buying a fair bit of shit. Well, I mean, I understand if it was like Frankston Stadium or, you know, um, Princess Park. But, yeah, Geelong, don't know. All right, so... Uh, uh, and I, I think I said on the Hawthorne one as well, uh, we got double up against uh, Geelong this year. I think this might be the last year of the double ups because yep. it could kill off the the rivalry this year. Even though Kennett's back, yeah, um, I think that there could be if there's two ten goal thumpings, yep. I might go. You know what? Let's uh, let's look for a new rivalry. I mean, Kennett's good at selling a you know selling a dive, but I don't know how good he's going to be to be able to hype this one up. No, well, he'll get headlines. This is true. There's no doubt. Well, he's no longer in charge of Beyond Blue, so he can't bring that in there. Well, he quit Beyond Blue to go work for a casino. It's kind of two opposite ends <laughs> of the spectrum there. So They're boards. Yeah, Brangaroo still hasn't been built. So, yeah, what do you mean? Brangaroo's finished. Is it? Yeah. It's up and running. Casino. Yeah. Oh, there you go. No, no. The Brangaroo is the whole precinct. Yeah, the, the casino that he was working for is on the Kerry Packers board, James Packers board. And that's, the buildings are done, so if they've if they yeah. got the license, they should be started. 
Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if they're just doing cash games. All right, who's in for a big year for the Cats then? Who are we looking for? I mean, you've got Dangerfield, you've got Ablett, you've got Selwood. Mm-hmm. Just move them to the side. And just you... for, for the sake of, uh, you know, someone who has to come out of a shadow, it's not the shadow of the team, I think Wiley Buzzer got to come out of the shadow oh, of just oh, having I was gonna name, bring him in. a sweet name to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. he could be the starting Ruckman. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Well, Zach Smith had a decent year. He had a good year. Uh, only yeah. the injuries stopped him. Mm. Yeah. But um, he had some excellent uh, moments in the year. And uh, Blitzars was mentioned. Blitzars, yeah. I've, I've never... him. I've never been hot on Blitzars. Even in, when he won a Best and Ferris a couple of years ago. He had a good year that year. And then, I mean, he got found out. He yeah. was a quick runner who was tall, but, I mean, he didn't really do much after that, to be honest. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys that um, he can he can plug any hole, but not as good as a, a specialist. Yeah, specialist hole plugger. Yeah. <laughs> Jack um, of all trades, you say. Yeah. But uh, in terms of who needs a big season? No, who, who's going to have Who's going to have one? Oh, I was about to plug someone, but I can't now. That's, um, that's next. Really into this uh, plugging. <laughs> uh, I want. I think Cam Guthrie will. I think there'll yep. be zero pressure on him. So, and he's not going near the midfield. No. So I think as a, as either runoff halfback or a half forward flanker, he's yeah. going to have a lot of quality possession coming his way. Juddy's biggest fan, Cam yep. Guthrie. Um, yep. Yeah, I think so too. I think he's developing into uh, maybe he's not an A grade midfielder, but he's he's on the next level. Yeah. yeah. A, a B plus, not a B. Well, he's. If he can get space, he's going to get possession. Yeah, because there'll be either of those three midfielders plus Mitch Duncan giving him lace out uh, possession running forward. Yeah, you can't ask for anything better. Like literally any forward, uh, every forward line in the country would love that delivery yeah. that they're going to be getting. I hope that he's got a number nine Gold Coast jersey, so then he can actually <laughs> collect the set, you know, the trifecta, just do one of gases on the training track. Oh, that'd be great. He's uh, worth he's, something. He's got six at Dangerfields. Yeah. So he's going to have some pool room by the time he's finished. <laughs> Might not be full of any of his achievements, but Jesus Christ, he's got some. Um, you know, so he's got a big yell. Put in the last one, Chris Scott. Has he had the most blessed coaching career of all time? Absolutely, he has. For yes. starters, he walks into a team that's ready-made for a premiership, yep. um, wins a flag in his first year. He, he doesn't oh, have to do nothing. Manages no. to dodge the whole drug saga. Got, yeah, yep. they got out before the drug, drug he, saga. He teflon to that. Um so then, okay, you've had three years, three out of five, uh, three premiers in five years. So, you, okay, we're going to bottom out now. No, nah, don't worry about that. Um, Dangerfield's coming back yeah. to us. <laughs> here's Dangerfield. So don't worry about that bottoming me out stuff. Um, while we're at it, here's fucking Ablett too. Wait, great stuff. What do, you, what do you do? It's pretty hard to fuck this up, isn't it? Do you reckon he just goes, I don't have to do anything. Literally, I don't have to do anything. It's a bit like he's on training wheels. Yeah. yeah. And he's 10 years in the job just about. <laughs> See, 09 was his first year. So, yeah, this is his 10th uh, season. But it's one of those ones where um, if you're a Geelong supporter, any well, if you're a supporter of a t- club, you're always going to have that input. Like, say, oh, why can't they get this player? Why can't they that player? Anytime you're saying, all right, lads, look, we did fall short, but Gary Ablett's coming in. You're like, oh, you f- actually, yep, done. Yep. I'm on board with that. Okay. Yep. Hooray. <laughs> Ticket prices are going up uh, three times. It's all right. Ablett's back. Don't care. Yeah, okay. $25 yep. hot dogs. Um. So I think he's he's well, but you know you play the cards you dealt. If you kept getting dealt monsters, keep playing oh, them. That's it. Yeah. All right, Josh, you want to plug someone? Plug away. Who's on the outer this year? Who's in trouble at Geelong? Who, I think someone who needs a big season is Hawkins. Doesn't he? I mean, he's safe as yeah. houses down there. But well, he's been getting brilliant delivery and spraying it left, right, and centre. And now you have to think uh, with Dangerfield as potent forward as he is, you're like Tommy, mate. We can do without you. How many years has he been almost going to take over the competition? Yeah, and just come up short. 
And there's only so, many, so much longer you can take excuses, uh, can actually accept excuses for that, especially in a team that has many, many avenues to go out of the midfield. Yep. They don't need to be kicking 20 minutes out from goal with a, a forward running out from the goal square. They can just attack and have, like, you know, um, not Mackie, you've got uh, Duncan that can kick goals. You've got, yep. obviously, Stelton yep. can kick goals. Um, Dangerfield is trying to kick goals. Yep. You've got a good Ablett in there. There well, are so many avenues to goals. That Hawthorne game was one when. Um, it, it reminds me of uh, Michael Jordan and Larry Bird um, yeah. years and years ago where Michael Jordan said uh, Larry Bird is a better three-point shooter than I choose to be. Mm, yep. um, Dangerfield's a better full forward than Tom Hawkins. Yeah, yeah exactly right. <laughs> like, if they got Ablett in and they say, you know what, Dangerfield's going to play full forward um, full-time. Mm. Tommy, he, how do you like VFL, yeah, Tom, mate? Tommy's <laughs> like, oh, where do I play then? <laughs> Two full forwards. <laughs> You're still full forward, mate. Just uh, VFL. <laughs> you, just, you just lead it out from the goal square, square and keep on running. But, You're still full forward and you don't have to even leave uh, Victoria. But he's a hometown boy. He's a father-son pick. He, he's yeah. still a big unit. He's Gary still, uh, No, <laughs> Hawkins as well. Dangerfield. Um, uh, he's still got to um, draw a, a big defender. So yeah, yeah, it's the same with um, his output doesn't mean anything. That's true. <laughs> same with Jordan Horace Grant, like legend part of that team, but uh, you, you're not in the not in the conversation of best of all time, which uh, Dangerfield yeah. and uh, Ablett both are. And, and Horace Grant, I tell you, doesn't matter. Still got the rings. Yeah, yeah, hey, and fair enough too. Um, anyone else you got on the outer Ben? Um, not really. Uh, <clears throat> For me, the, the real thing with Geelong is I don't know their depth. Well, the thing is, they've got a lot of players there that, I mean, you you hear the name pop up now and then, you don't realise they've been in the system for like six, seven years. Yeah. You're like, what have they actually done? And then you realise they haven't had to do anything. They've done what they've needed to do. And that's it. Yeah. And so they're not a star-reliant team. They just have a fuck ton of stars in their team. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they don't rely on one star. They rely no, on about yeah. four. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's lots of ones nipping at the heels. So yeah. there's not really a whole lot on the outer for Geelong. I think they're going to find they're going to have some list cloggers and it seems like the salary cap's under control I mean people want to go to Geelong yeah, so people are taking pay cuts yeah there's not really an issue with that um, so yeah I don't know I mean maybe GMBH is in trouble for <laughs> not paying enough for sponsoring the stadium it could be I mean you look at you've lost Lonergan and Mackey okay yeah. there's two tall uh, key talls smart defenders and you go alright well we've got to cover two of them Yeah. well Harry Taylor goes and plays full time back yep. and Lockie Henderson's been killing it at yeah. full back since he moved over from Carlton I mean I'll, I'll th- cover that I'll throw a name out there who might be on the chopping block and that's I mean, maybe, is he still playing? George Hall and Smith? Hall and Smith, he's there. G yeah, Hall. The, the hyphen. Yeah. Um, hasn't played many games. Uh, I think he's played 21 since 2014. Yeah. But, um, you know, he, he's a pinch hitter, comes in when he needs to. I think he suffered a shoulder injury early in his career, and that's sort of been his story. Um, yeah. What's he played? He's played seven games this season, one previous, and then seven the previous one. And he's still managing to get a Guernsey every year. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, just for the sake of throwing a name out there, who do you want to look at? Um Pretty much, I mean, they, they like we said, they got rid of a lot last year, so yeah, they're not like you said, we, we find these names, but we're searching for, yep, yeah, there's not really uh, any major ones you go, well, right, you're in trouble because you would have said Motlop, you would have said guys like Lang, yep, um, you know, struggling for a game. I'd throw Aaron Black in there, he's he's gone from North Melbourne to Geelong and uh, looked like he could be well, a superstar at times at North and apart from a, a few flashy kicks, his highlight reel looks good, but he's still on the list. Yeah, I think he got um, demoted and then picked up, I think. Oh, he's on the rookie, is he? Oh, okay. Yeah, he, uh, it was his first season at Geelong and he didn't. He, he looked okay in bits and yeah. he had those moments where you're like, fuck, how do you do that? Yeah. And then the rest, he just kind of seemed to go missing. Well, it's retirement year for him then, if he's on the rookie list. <laughs> <laughs> he's 27, so... Uh, Doesn't matter. 
Um, all right, so uh, where have we got Geelong finishing uh, this year? Like I said, last year, 15 and a half wins. It was good enough for uh, second place on the ladder. I can't see a team going backwards when they get rid of Motlop and uh, get in Ablett. It's not a bad trade. Yeah. Yeah, you take that one. Yeah. Yeah, um, so I've got them second. Yeah, I've got them cracking the top again this season. I think I picked it last season as well. Um, didn't happen, but with the Inzik that are coming and... Seems like it's becoming the small men's game. They've got a lot of small men that are fucking fantastic. So I've got them um, as minor premiers for the season. I've got them runner up again. I, I think second, but they could be the highest scoring team this year because we all know it goes out of the midfield. Yeah. Um, if something happens, you know, and they lose danger for the year, uh, they've got Ablett. Yeah, you know, sure. Ablett's, if his injuries are legit from last year, his shoulders go dodgy. Yeah. Man. Ah, doesn't matter. And I mean, they've got a good rehab center. They seem to be good with players who come back from injury. <laughs> I mean, Dangerfield, you know, it only took him about seven minutes to come back from a, from a serious injury to goal. So <laughs> that was amazing. I think he's good. <laughs> he almost got stretched off. Gary's shoulders will be a load off too. He's not having to carry 22 other people. Well, there you are. Yeah. Uh... Including the coach, you're in 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, so all right, so there we go. We've all got them uh, top two. Um, same old, same old for Geelong. Yep. yep. Uh, whether they can convert that into September uh, glory, we'll yet to see. Yep. All right, that'll do us. Good right. luck. Peace.